daddy? Gonna stay in school and, and graduate. You're gonna die, Klaus! You can do it! Captain Insano shows no mercy. You can do it! I love my mama very much. Now you know that. Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! Hello and welcome to The Sandler Pit, the podcast that would like 30 packets of ketchup for breakfast. 30 packets of ketchup for breakfast? What's that from? My breakfast order. <laughs> no, I think it's it, <laughs> so. <laughs> I think it's from uh, Big Daddy. Is it? Oh, yeah. that's very good. Yeah. How are you anyway? How have you been since, um, since we last spoke about Click? Yeah, good. I've I've just started my book about it, um, my dissecting <laughs> click, because it needs to be talked about forever. It's a, a real landmark in filmmaking. Yeah, um, it's really affected me like quite seriously, to be honest. I've been constantly holding my TV remote, and I've been trying to press fast forward until October 7th, when Hubie Halloween finally drops on Netflix. <laughs> well, that's really put a time sensitive, because when this comes out, Hubie Halloween will be streaming on Netflix. Fucking <laughs> put a timestamp <laughs> on when we're recording this. Well, the listeners will be lucky that they've managed to fast forward to that date, whereas I'm still stuck in the past. This current Luke Terry that you're hearing is stuck in the past just eagerly anticipating that film. How many films have you seen this year, do you reckon? Oh, loads, man. There's been lockdown. I went for a binge of just watching like uh, um, Akira Kurosawa films. I went through like imdb's top 250 and watch most of those yeah um and i also watched jack and jill for the first time a few weeks ago <laughs> that's the highlight i meant more like which new films have you seen this year like 2020 films oh loads oh uh so loads. Right before recording this i watched bill and ted in the cinema oh did you um, Very nice. yeah that was good the third one nice little nostalgic it was just very nice. It wasn't offensive in any way, which is the total opposite of a lot of films that we've been watching recently for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I How about you? Have you watched a lot? Uh, no, I've seen like, I watched about a hundred of them last year because I decided to watch all mm. the Netflix originals, which was a nightmare. But this year yeah. I've watched, I've watched like four or five films, like barely yeah. any. Well, I saw um, loads at the start of the year. I was, you know, I've got a cinema membership card, so I just went and watched loads until before they closed. And yeah. then as soon as they reopened, I've been back quite a few times, but not necessarily for new films. But, yeah. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of movies this year. Not all new. Do you, where do you think Who Be Halloween will, will sit in your rating of films? <sighs> On the, at the top of the Sandler Castle, probably. <laughs> It's got to be better than that Eurovision shit film with Will Ferrell. I didn't mind the Eurovision film, to be honest. Oh, everyone likes this film. Again, it's like, an, it's, it's like a harmless film, isn't it? Ugh. So we're here this week on our voyage through the back catalogue of Adam Sandler. We've reached a film called The Longest Yard, which I've previously seen a couple of times and you've yet to watch actually i've never seen no but i have seen mean machine which is the same film but british so the basic gist is that the main character goes to prison and he sets up a football team in there where i think the inmates play the guards i think that's the general sort of gist about yeah. it um 
and comedy ensues. I don't remember this. The thing I remember about this is I don't remember it being like a up, you know, like in your face comedy film. Yeah. That's what I think in my head, but maybe that's just because like there wasn't a character doing an over the top racist accent and maybe <laughs> it came out in 2005. So I was 10 years old. So I probably didn't understand every joke that was in it because, you know, when you're a kid, you know you swear words, yeah. but you don't really know what things mean as much. So I've not, I've definitely not watched this film since. I was probably mid-teens at the at the oldest, so it's probably been a good like ten years or so. Yeah. So it's gonna um, be like watching a new film. Yeah, definitely. It for me it kinda looks like it this'll be really harmlessly boring and like a fine I don't think it's gonna I don't think it's gonna blow me away like click. I don't think there's <laughs> gonna be a scene when he goes into the future running away from the Grim Reaper in the rain to tell his children to care about family not about capitalism i don't think that's going to happen i think it's going to be a bit dull but i'm i'm looking forward to this i like sports films i like cool runnings yeah same um yeah so i think this will be fine i think we're pretty similar in that neither of us are particularly interested in sports i don't follow sport at all in the yeah sport. me neither really i'll probably watch like one match of football every year um but when it comes to sports films they're usually a good story aren't they because you get like the underdogs or you get some sort of comeback, all of that sort of thing. Rocky, I love the Rocky films and yeah, the Creed ones as well. They're all good. But is this going to join the highlights of the sports genre? Who knows? <laughs> I don't think so. But maybe. And will it get into the Sandler Castle or the Sandler Pit? That is good what question. we are we're questioning. Uh, where can people watch this film, Luke? Uh, so the same as all of our episodes so far, this is on Now TV. It's on the it's on the movie section of that. I don't think it's anywhere else in the UK. I think you can rent it on Amazon Prime, maybe. Okay. But maybe I've made that up. But get a month of Now TV and then you can just watch all the all the Sandler catalogue that they've got on there. That's probably the best <laughs> the best shout if you're keeping up with us. Which Definitely. I wouldn't wish upon anyone really. <laughs> um so we're going to be playing a game called the Sandler Scale that we've made with this as well, where we take nine Sandler tropes each, which is things like a beautiful wife or, you know, Rob Schneider appears. Oh, or everyone loves him inexplicably. Yeah, which I think that might not be the case in this because he's obviously playing a criminal. So I'm going to put a little caveat on that. This week there is not going to be a section on he's good at sports because the premise lends itself to that. He's definitely going to be good at sport. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a classic. That's a fan favorite part of the Sandler (laughs) scale, but we're we're retiring it this week because this is, he's good at sports, the film we've got. a few Let's get watching. Let's go. It's the longest yard time. (laughs) Touchdown. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good closer. He broke in my nose. And just like that, we are muck back. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> we should do that every week. We should always say, and now we're muck back, or some variation on that. Yeah, just in the hope that we'll be allowed to do product placement for McDonald's. I was going to say, I, th- I think we should try and get a product placement in that middle bit as we go. Like maybe I could come back and I'm drinking like a nice Coca-Cola or a Budweiser. We could start making like fake, fake adverts for um, 
<laughs> for like Sandler-based companies. Like, oh, I'm Sandler so hungry, is sponsored to... by Sandler shorts. <laughs> the shorts that make your legs look really tiny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're uh, sponsored by Sandler's massive, massive tops. He always wears <laughs> such big tops. I do need to uh, bring up in this episode uh, an item of Sandler clothing, which I thought was atrocious in this film. Can you guess what it is? He looked pretty bad in his training shorts that made his legs look really, really pi- like pipe cleaners. Not his shorts. I was thinking in the prison. What, what do you think? I'll give you a clue. Terry Crews was wearing an even worse one. Is it a hat? Yeah. Yeah, this film has some of the worst hats I've ever seen. So, like, so Adam Sandler's wearing this horrible one. And then Terry Crews is wearing... Do you remember in the mid-2000s where people would have a yeah, woolly hat? a woolly with a hat with a cap. brim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Chris Rock is also wearing a really bad one at the same time. Like, the, all three of them are talking, wearing these horrible, ridiculous woolly hats. Well, it is prison. And then... It's not fucking London Fashion Week. <laughs> <laughs> then why is Terry Crews wearing that ridiculous peaked woolly hat? I don't know, but you wouldn't tell him that it didn't look good, would you? Because he'd smash you up. <laughs> right, should we get started on like actually talking about it? Yeah, let's do that. So right. in, our, in our intro, we spoke r- like roughly about what this film's about. But I think to go in a bit more detail, it's about um, Adam Sandler playing a guy called Paul Crew, And he's like a disgraced ex-football star who... Um, was I think he was banned after some match fixing, wasn't he? Yeah, he like uh, I think he threw the game for them or or something. I'm not. He sure. kept saying he shaved points, and I was like, "Is that just?" An I don't American know what that means. Thing? No, I yeah. still don't get it. After this, I've seen this <laughs> film. I watched it like ten years ago. No, however many years ago for the first time, I still don't know what it means to shave points. I think it but. must mean like he he like threw the ball wrong, or like he he threw the game by like. I don't really get it, though. I don't understand any of the American football stuff. No matter how many films I watch mm. about it, I'll never understand it. But <laughs> either way, he's, like, washed up. He's a loser. Yeah, he's going out with Monica from Friends, the loser. Yeah. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> he's going out with the most beautiful woman ever, and he lives in this massive, beautiful house, and, oh, what mm-hmm. a loser. Exactly. It's just the worst. He locks her in a cupboard in the first five minutes, which is a strange moment. Um, he locks her in a cupboard, but I think this is one of his nicest characters. <laughs> yeah, so it's far. weird. But he starts the film locking his girlfriend in a cupboard. He starts the film like pretty horrible. Yeah. But he changes quite quick, whereas in some of the others, he's like it for a good hour. But he, so he goes on like a drunk rampage. It's another Big City Sandler, which I got Big a note Sandler. From. <laughs> Something that we liked last week, Big City Sandler. He's back again. So he crashes his car, um, her car, actually. Crashes her car, gets arrested, ends up in prison. And the warden there has like pulled some strings to get Paul Crew to this particular prison so that he can join a team. I think, was his original plan? Was, uh, I, don't, I didn't get it because the guard was beating him up and saying, don't do it. And then the warden was like, do it. But I was, I was unsure what they wanted. I didn't know if he wanted him to play or like train or... I don't know, coaching or something. Yeah, that was where I was confused. I thought maybe he'd be the coach for the prison guards mm. for their team to That's... get them to victory. But it was it was in some sort of weird setup. It's massive. Mm. It leads to a massive game at the end where the guards play the inmates. 
and it's like a sellout. There's like thousands of people here for it, which is just, I mean, it's peculiar, isn't it? You would never get that in England, I don't think. Not, not from yeah. things I've ever been to anyway. I've never heard of like a prisoner playing a warden televised massive game that's sponsored by Reebok. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a big event. And yeah. so, yeah, basically, it's about um, Paul Crew putting together a team and he befriends a bunch of inmates. And yeah, it's just him training them for this game yeah. against the inmate, uh, against the guards. I think that's it for the plot, really, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's, that's the plot summed up. It's just a, a sports film. A, a good old sports film. It's a sports film and a prison film, which I think is a good mix because prison films are usually pretty good, aren't they? Yeah. What did you What did you think of it then, Luke? I think for the most part, I liked it. It's pretty harmless. I think right from the start, you see one of the first logos at the start's an MTV Movies logo, mm. and I was a bit worried that it wasn't Happy Madison for a second. I started thinking, "Oh my god, it's an MTV film!" I was like shouting it. My fiance was looking at me like <laughs> I had something wrong with me. Um, <laughs> but I think ruins that, that whole game if it's not Happy Madison. <laughs> what? I was I was this close to turning it off, honestly. But <laughs> then I think the fact that it's a collaboration between two separate production companies means that they managed to rein in a lot of the Sandler tropes. Mm. They're still here, but they're not as intense, maybe not as offensive. It's strange for a film full of inmates and prisoners you'd think would be really bad people. They're less offensive than Sandler's usual friends that are like family men in like the grown-ups films yeah. and stuff. I was going to say, that was actually one of my notes. I'd rather hang out with every single prisoner in this film than the four guys in grown-ups for yeah. half an hour. I'd rather spend a year with the prisoners in this film than half an hour with those nerds in uh, grown-ups. They suck. So you say the four guys in grown-ups. I'm guessing that means Adam Sandler, Kevin James, Chris Rock, and um, Rob Schneider, because you would love to hang out with David Spade. <laughs> I was actually thinking of the Grown Ups 2 cast when they got rid of Rob <laughs> Schneider. Schneider's been killed off. Because I just, there's no way on earth I'd like to hang out with him, even for a second. But yeah, o- overall, re- I think that this film is, I think it's pretty good, actually. I think for the most part, it's quite an enjoyable film. Um, the main character, you don't root for him at the start, but I think he becomes likeable enough and he's bolstered nicely by it a good supporting cast yeah. to some extent. I mean, they're not, they're not going to win awards for their performances and stuff, <laughs> but the other, the other people in this film get to tell jokes and get to mm. do some mad stuff compared to just him being the, the comedy character. So it's, it's quite a good film for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. I actually like this film. It was good. I, I was actually quite surprised at how negative the reviews were because yeah. I actually I actually quite liked but again I don't know a little bit like the fifty first dates episode. I don't know if this was like the previous film poisoning my brain, not yeah. making because I've not watched anything since Click. I've oh, not really? been able to. No. So this was the first thing since and I was like, Oh wow, something that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Um but no, I quite liked it. Um and like you said, I like the supporting cast. Um, I did write down in my notes that I thought they weren't very well defined at first, and they were all very similar. Like they have, um, they spend a lot of the film trying to get these big guys to play for them, 
Yeah. Um, and they're all very similar. They're just massive. And they all hate a, ward, a certain guard for a different reason. Mm-hmm. And I went, oh, this is, kind of, uh, this is kind of boring. They're all very similar. And then yeah. Terry Crews showed up. And Terry Crews is great in this film. Mm-hmm. And, he's, and I don't know what his thing is. He just likes McDonald's or he likes cheese. I think, he, <laughs> I think he can smuggle in McDonald's. Right. That's his quirk. The only thing he, he has that separates him from everyone else is that he can smuggle in McDonald's, but he's become like a weird my advert favorite. for McDonald's <laughs> as a person. <laughs> he says uh, stuff like, oh, don't start acting McCheesy now, and <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> it is really it's funny every time as well. He has that same, it's the same joke. That's the same joke, like... 10 times in this film but every time it made me laugh yeah so yeah i thought this was good um but i did write down though adam sandler doesn't look like he is an ex-sports star or he ever was a sports star or if he he, or if he could ever play sports he he doesn't he just looks like a big schlubby man like he's horribly miscast again in this film because i was thinking the whole time he doesn't look like anyone he doesn't look like a washed up sports star he looks like a washed up actor <laughs> he doesn't yeah. he doesn't look like he, he'd ever be good at sports um but yeah, yeah there's some really good performance in this i like chris rock a lot um mm-hmm. which we'll get back to in a minute and then yeah. i really liked um burt reynolds he was the star of the original uh, mm-hmm. and he's here in a supporting role which he was good in i agree yeah I, I agree film. with what you're saying about the way that adam sander looks in this film mm-hmm. um I think this is the smallest that he's ever looked in a film. He looks yeah. pretty sort of skinny. And then when he's next to a lot of these, the other inmates that are all big muscular Giants. guys, yeah. he, he looks like he might be about like five foot eight or something. I don't know how tall he actually is, but he, I usually think of him as check. being... Yeah, go on then. I think of him as being the tall one in the group though, usually. He's you know, very little here. When you think of all the other Happy Madison guys, he usually looks like they're a bit shorter than him, quite a bit shorter than him. But in this, he yeah. looks tiny. Do you want me to tell you his height? Have a guess again. 5'10"? He's 5'8 and a bit. Or, like, yeah, he's 5'8". Oh, he is a bit You're small right. then, isn't he? He's a, little, he's a little guy. But, like, everyone in Hollywood's little, though, isn't yeah, that? Yeah, true. Yeah. They're all, like, small blokes. Um, I find that weird just... to think that if I ever had the, the absolute pleasure of meeting Adam Sandler, that he would be looking up to me physically. <laughs> but I would be looking up to him in terms of him inspiring me <laughs> with his films. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'd, well, we, <laughs> we're not that tall. We would tower over him. We're the same height and we're both, I think, more or less. And we're both, what, like six six one. You're not six one, are you? I'm 5'11". You're not 5'11". I'm 5'11". No, you're not. Google it. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> Why? Why do you think, do you think I'm taller than that? Or yeah, smaller? Because I, I think you're maybe a little bit taller than me. No, I'm, I'm 5'11", mate. I just wear gigantic <laughs> heels. It's the quiff, the isn't it? <laughs> it's the quiff and the heels. <laughs> Wait, does your hair not count as your height? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, because, like, well... This is a podcast, so we can't see visually, but you have very tall hair at the moment. It's very tall. I do, yeah, it's, it's, quite, it's, it's got quite long. I don't know why I bothered so to touch you... it there, because no one will see that. <laughs> do you put your tape measure at the top of this massive quiff? Yeah. And go down. Oh, see, that's where you're going wrong. I, no, I don't know. I can't I... remember the last time I 
measured myself whether I had a quiff or not at the time. I probably did. Or I just had a classic Sandler painted on look. His <laughs> <laughs> Lego hair. See, you and me, Adam Sandler, and his Lego hair. He's got very small hair. You've That's got what big it is. hair. He's never had but big bet, hair, has he? I bet you see eye to eye. I bet you're five eight, but you're gigantic. Oh, I'm not foot. five eight. <laughs> you're five eight. Not with my quiff. Your, fo- <laughs> your foot of hair is the only thing that adds the height. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, though I wouldn't have thought of him as being five eight. Yeah. But like, think about his mates. There's Rob Schneider, who's like a tiny little man. Yeah, he's David a Spade. He's a tiny. I could put David Spade in my pocket. Yeah. And then there's just Kevin James as well. There's no define. I don't think about his height particularly. Chris Rock, little man. Yeah, Chris yeah. They're Rock all just seems small, doesn't he? They're all just short asses, mate. We could all yeah. bu- we could bully him. <laughs> we could pick on him if we. <laughs> we we could be the bullies in one of their films. That would be great. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> my wants- life goal now. <laughs> we need to go to Hollywood and like push Adam Sandler around and then he has to challenge <laughs> us to a basketball match and we have to lose to, so his kids <laughs> so his kids don't get shown up um, so Chris Rock he's introduced as uh, what's his character the caretaker caretaker, caretaker yeah and he's like a kind of nice bloke. He doesn't know how to play sports, but he um, he's like Adam Sandler's wingman or best mate. Mm-hmm. And they have a nice scene where um, they both have a toast um, through the bars of their cells. Yeah. Uh, and then Adam Sandler says, oh, you're the best friend I ever had. I should have seen it coming. Because yeah. a few scenes later, he fucking dies mm-hmm. in a horrible... It's, it's the worst death in an Adam Sandler film I've ever seen. Yeah, since I've actually he died in the rain. I've I've added a um phrase to our Sandler scale which is like this ongoing document we've got of Sandler tropes and mm. I added tonal shift because this yes. film's really upbeat and then all of a sudden all of our all of our friends are stood around a wooden coffin that's <laughs> in prison for some reason. He has his body has Yeah, why did they have the burial in <laughs> He's getting buried in the prison yard. (laughs) I didn't think about that. Today is the first time I've noticed in my whole life that it was an assassination attempt on Paul Crew. It's so obvious that it's them trying to kill him, but it's it's very weird. um, This doesn't feel like a modern prison film. It feels like a film about prison in the 60s, 70s. Like, Mm -hmm. Can you get away with hotboxing prisoners and blowing them up and trying to kill them? No, like, I don't think so. Beating them up. But the prisoners have a lot of freedom. They're all all over the place. They're drinking beer in their cells. Yeah, there's huge tonal shifts between that and then like all the guards, like saying the n word to uh, the quarterback. Oh yeah, and like that's a really hard hitting, sad, sad scene. Um, mm-hmm. And it felt like a scene from a different film. It comes out of nowhere. Yeah. But it, it kind of, it works because it feeds into the way that the story goes and it does yeah. help with character progression, which is rare I in agree, these films. Yeah, yeah. I was quite surprised. Um, I think I made a note around the, that same scene that it's really weird to have the race politics in an Adam Sandler film actually yeah. feel like they're on the right side of things for once. Yeah. Um, like they're, they're obviously portraying racism in a bad light for once rather than it being Rob Schneider playing a an, an Arab or something and like any, that. Like. Anyone, any person of a race that isn't his. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it felt weird, uh, but it, I agree. It made you really hate the guards 
and mm-hmm. like the prisoners, which is what you want from like a classic underdog sports film. Yeah, um, definitely. So when you get to the final match, you really want the prisoners to win. Um, definitely, definitely. Usually in an Adam Sandler film, I don't want him to win. I don't want him to achieve his goals like in Jack and Jill. But here I really wanted him to succeed. Uh, so that's, that's really good. What did you think of Alan Covert? Uh, as the biased referee. As <laughs> the biased referee who gets hit in the dick. Yeah, it was, it was good. Because of the way we're looking out for him because of our Sandler scale, I was quite excited when he popped up and then I was even more excited to see him get hit in the nuts, not once, but twice, with a really well-aimed throw. So that was good. <laughs> that it's, is good. It's a, it's a funny moment. That's the same moment where Rob Schneider appears as as the you can do it guy you can do it yeah um what what do you think was the best moment in the film i really like the bit when they all all of the team get to have a movie night for some reason the inmates (laughs) and there's this character who's my favorite character in this film a guy called brucey who is played by um he's he's john I can never pronounce his surname, but John, is it Tur- Turturro? Shut up. That's is not his, John Turturro. his brother. His brother, Nicholas Turturro. Really? Wow, yeah. that's surprising. Okay. So yeah, Bruce, Brucey, played by Nicholas Turturro. He, he's my favourite character in this because he's just really over the top, out of place. Mm. He's He's terrible at football, but they keep letting him play for some reason. And in that scene, they're watching the... I think they're watching the guards' training videos, mm-hmm. and he finds it really funny because there's a part where Paul Crew has had to get sexually harassed by an old lady to achieve these <laughs> videos, which is a funny yeah. moment in itself. And then so Brucey's laughing at it loads, and then Paul's like, "Oh, well, I got something to wipe that smile off your face." And then he shows a video of Brucey in a laundry room kissing <laughs> kissing Tracy Morgan who is playing like he's credited as prison transvestite he's a cheerleader um he's one of the cheerleaders yeah i was going to say this is another one of those films where it's a it's obviously a punching down joke but i don't think they're treated that badly they're allowed to express themselves they're allowed to yeah. be cheerleaders at the big game no one's that horrible about them except for that guy because <laughs> he's hiding that he's in a relationship with one of them i can't believe i can't believe that's your favorite part of the whole film <laughs> that's ridiculous i did not expect you to say it's that it's a really funny bit i think <laughs> That was a. Uh, that's definitely a scene in this film. Yeah. Um, what was your favourite bit then? My favourite bit is so. There's. I mentioned earlier. There's the the racist prison guard. One of them is particularly racist, played by uh, Steve Cold Austin. Oh who's yeah. Also in um, Stone Cold Steve, Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Steve Austin, who is also in Grown Ups too, and he is his first ever acting role, and he plays a racist prison guard. Mm-hmm. Um, so he says some shit to. Um, one of the the quarterback guy who's Nelly, is it? Yeah, it's Nelly. The rapper Nelly. Yeah. Hard to recognise um, about his plaster. <laughs> so it's Nelly, and um, he tells the big guy. What's the big guy's name? Throughout the film, there's this really massive guy who um, the one who's like really innocent and nice. Is it Porowski? It's, it's he's got like a Polish name, hasn't he? Let me have a look. Because it's a sur- I He's. I think he's always known by his surname. The guy who says um, he broke did my nose. 
Yeah, the one who broke his nose in it. Yeah. yeah. So he's he's a really innocent, nice he's basically guy. Basically, John Coffey, isn't he? Yeah, I wrote a few times how much I like this guy. Um, but yeah, anyway, he's, he's a really nice good. guy. Um, the whole film, and then at the end, he tells him the racist thing that Steve Austin said in the uh, in the library to him, mm-hmm. and the and the innocent guy gets really mad, and he uh, tackles him, and then he. Steve Austin shits himself and then everyone oh. goes I think he shit himself I think he just shit himself I think he yeah. just shit himself and then like 10 guys in unison all say I think he just shit himself yeah and, uh, that is a good bit um, and I, I actually looked in the trivia and apparently when this is shown in on TV sometimes they're not allowed to have that line that he shit himself so they replace it with I think he broke that guy's neck <laughs> <laughs> and apparently he says the same he gets really excited the same in the original version and he's like oh i think i broke that guy's neck and he's really happy about it which is, is quite funny it's not a better joke though is it the ship does make that so much better but yeah it's a bit it dark makes it, isn't it that it version. makes it way darker that he yeah. broke his neck i thought you were uh, gonna say that he says um i think he pooped himself Instead yeah, of shit, you'd, have poop. You'd think that, wouldn't you? But no, they went instead with the much more innocent. I think he broke his neck. That is really uh, good. So that's good. Um, so, did you notice this? You know how we just said that guy's a bit like a John Coffey type character, like very simple-minded, huge guy. Did you notice yeah. that the prison warden in this is the same actor that plays the prison warden in Green Mile? Is it? Yeah. The guy the, from iRobot. The maniac villain. The prison he's a maniac warden. in this, isn't he? Yeah, he Real is. Maniac. Yeah, he's he's the warden who uh, they go to. They go to his house in the Green Mile to cure his wife's illness. Oh, that's yeah. it's the same guy. Wow, he's also the guy from Babe, the the farmer in Babe. Oh, that'll do, pig. That's him. <laughs> that'll do, pig. Yeah, wow. I, I was hoping he'd say that to Adam Sandler at the end. <laughs> Uh, instead he tries to shoot him in a really intense oh my god that is so intense it comes Uh, out of nowhere though that's another weird tonal shift so at the end of the film um adam sandler's team obviously they've won uh against the prison guards and there's the prison guard who's the guy from the dark knight um, yeah william and i thought he was he was quite good in this and he has a bit of respect for adam sandler because he's such a good sports star and he says and like Adam Sandler looks like he's about to leave the stadium. And then the guy's just like, shoot him. He's trying to escape. Shoot him. Shoot him. And it's so intense. And I was getting like, oh, fuck me. It's the last few minutes. I don't know what's going to come because I've just watched Chris Rock explode. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. You, no don't, you don't know the rules, do you? Could happen. Yeah. In that scene, Burt Reynolds is looking over. I thought he was going to jump, jump in, in front, front of the bullet. And yeah, die. exactly. Uh, so I was getting really stressed. And then it turns out he was just trying to get the game ball. Yeah. Um, it's a bit silly, is, isn't it? That and is way too intense. That I, I didn't go back and watch the original Longest Yard, but I did read the, the plot synopsis on uh, Wikipedia. And yeah. all of these mad moments happen in the, re- the original film. So, you know, right. Caretaker dying happens in the original. That I whole see. last scene sounds like it was shot for shot, pretty much, of the original. That so, might be why it feels a bit dated weird sometimes that way. because yeah this is pretty much i've never seen the original so i guess if it's just copying scenes from the original but set in modern day it's a bit weird hmm. um, it's weird that this film it, it does feel dated in that respect but i think i got a note that it actually feels a lot more like a 
cooler modern film than we're used to seeing Sandler in. Yeah. The music's not, it's not just like 70s rock that he grew up with, you know? There's not like a random Toto song. There's just, there's like hip hop playing throughout and everyone seems like they're actually from modern day rather than just people that are still stuck in the 80s or whatever. I was going to say the soundtrack's quite good. The characters, the message is quite good, I thought. Um, Yeah. And it's quite, it's filmed fairly well there's not any like shots that stand out that you're going to really remember and you'd want as like your facebook header but there's the (laughs) odd bit here and there that looks it looks more cinematic than quite a bit of his back catalogue so far that we've witnessed i think we should get loads of uh screenshots and submit to that one perfect shot (laughs) twitter page i've got one last thing to say as well uh which is about burt reynolds um he passed away quite recently i think Oh, did it? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that. It wasn't. Too it's hard long to keep ago. track, isn't it? Because of the year we've had. It was two years ago. That's mad. Uh, Sorry, I, my brain's gone in. Has gone fast though. Yeah. Um. But anyway, uh, near the end of the film, where he is doing a touchdown run, and mm-hmm. apparently, uh, he was meant to have a stunt double, but that was actually him getting tackled. Uh-huh. And he and he said, "I got one run left in me," and did it. <laughs> Whoa. The seat. And the scene where everyone's carrying him off and he's kind of limping, that was real. Because yeah. he, he didn't get injured, but apparently he, was, he had to get helped off because probably quite old when this was made, probably mm-hmm. like in his 70s. So, I, yeah. I quite liked him in this film. Yeah, I think too. as far as the... So that's another trope we've noticed is that there's always an older actor that used to be quite highly regarded that appears in these films. So we've had Al Pacino... We've had Henry Winkler and we've had Burt Reynolds. And yeah, they, I think they do always, they always pretty much deliver, don't they? They're always the best part of the film. Burt so, Reynolds um, got a Razzie nomination for this though. Did he? <laughs> oh, yeah. This is, I was actually quite surprised how much hate this got. I thought this was fine. I've got a few quotes that I'd like to mention. Please do. Carrying on from our Burt Reynolds chat, there's a bit where Paul Crew goes to recruit some guys that usually play basketball. And so he challenges them to a basketball match and they basically just like keep beating him up and he just goes along with it. So Burt Reynolds is watching over this and he says he's a natural athlete about Adam Sandler. <laughs> Which I just, I had to write it down because we've always just, said about him being good at sports in these films and this is the most blatant. He just, just washes over me now. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Because... I mean, we have to have have a bit of a suspension of disbelief whenever it's an Adam Sandler film, that the way everyone in that world perceives him is different to how we perceive him in the real world. Like, when I see him, I don't think, oh, sports superstar. No, Uh, no. But everyone in these films does. Or they're attracted to him as well. Like, the the receptionist in that, and then um, his girlfriend's, friend keeps saying like oh where's your sexy little toy boy and stuff like that in the opening scene (laughs) and he's saying like oh i think i'm in love and stuff like that do you remember yeah he's in his late 30s he's not like a toy boy i don't get it he looks like he's the same age as her if anything and i thought him and courtney cox were around the same age there's a sort of theory that i've got is that adam sadler in these films he's just our our way of getting into the story so we see him but i don't think that he represents how paul crew or henry roth or or is it paul newman from click i don't think he represents how they actually look that's the only way to it's not paul newman 
Paul Newman's an actor. It's uh, what's his fucking name? Michael Newman. Michael Newman. Yeah. Yeah. I think Adam Sandler's just like an avatar for these characters, because that's the only way you can explain that they're all connected. You know, we said how can the homeless guy from Jack and Jill have seen? You know, Happy Gilmore exists in the same world as Jack and Jill, so he he'd know three people with the same face. I don't think that that is their actual face. I think that's just what the viewer sees. Like Quantum Leap. It must be something <laughs> like that. It's like the opposite of James Bond. You know how like everyone, no one who acts like James Bond is a different looking man. I think it's the opposite. So, so I think it's reality. all the same world. All, all these stories take place in the same world. But in, in that reality, he doesn't look the same. But we so see this him one, Sandra. He'd look like Tom Brady or like he'd look like a ZX sports star. He wouldn't look like Adam Sandler. It's the only <laughs> way it can make sense. It's a really hard theory. Like, I really struggle to explain that, but you kind of get what I mean. I get, I get that. I, I can buy into that. So he's just like a vessel and us as the audience just see him as Sandler. But in reality, they'd just be like a, an actual person that people like. And Yeah, yeah. I get you. Yeah. He'd look more like a sports star or whatever. But then that also clashes with the fact that in every film, his egg-shaped head gets referenced, which even happened in this one. It does. Uh, I wrote that down. His, he mentions his egg head. Let's get on to our Sandler scales. Do you want to go first with the Sandler scale? Yeah. Um, so I, got, I only got a couple this time. I, I did get a line, but it happened quite late. So mine were from top left to bottom right. Um, Steve Buscemi again didn't appear yeah he hasn't been in any of our films yet has he I feel like I've had him every Sandler scale and he's never shown up and it's it's annoying me now I want to see him I want to see his face (laughs) then I had old joke which I got with um, the assistant to the warden then there's a dream there's no dreams I don't remember Uh, no I don't think there was a dream sequence in this that I can think of a best friend he has nothing in common with yeah, uh, I guess he doesn't really have much in common with Chris Rock. And, yeah, I um, wouldn't say so. And or if we count all of the prisoners are like his friends, he doesn't have anything in common with any of them. No. Um, Alan Covert, I got. Great. Um, and he was my last one, so it took quite a while. So That's the final scene, more or less, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It took the a final while. scene, to be fair, does go on for 40 minutes. But <laughs> still... Uh, bald joke. There is. There's a lot of bald men and no bald jokes. Yeah, so that's true. Annoying. Actually, yeah. I'm surprised there's not a joke about it. Um, there's no big shorts. No, there wasn't. They were all weirdly <laughs> fitted. Yeah, fitted tiny shorts. I was quite disappointed. Uh, a sandless scream, uh, which was. I think we should see other people when he gets arrested. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was weird because you could hear that on telly. Did they have a microphone on him? as well as the security cameras and dangling the from the cameras. dangling from the police helicopter and microphone <laughs> little microphone could you say could you say that again <laughs> to be fair if there's one thing we've learned from watching these films is that he has a very strong <laughs> shouting voice so i'm not <laughs> surprised probably, they picked it up it probably wasn't even on the telly she, she could just hear it from <laughs> down the street and sony logo there was no sony logos uh there were logos oh, wow. for lays and for a few other things but Nothing for Sony. So altogether, I got Old Joke, Alan Cover, and Santa Scream. It came in at an hour and ten minutes, I think, because wow. I might not have noticed when Alan Cover showed up, but that was when I noticed him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what about you? 
Well, I can tell you now that you've you've won the Sander scale oh, again. Wow. Week because I didn't get a bingo. But yeah, it's crazy because I got the most that you could possibly get without getting a bingo. <laughs> so I got five ticks on mine. I got logo on screen, which would have been for McDonald's. There was a lot of McDonald's yeah. logos. Um, and Lay's got, as well. Yep, and Lay's. I got Maniac Villain, which would be for... Mm. I ticked it early, actually. I ticked it when the at first because that guy started beating him up. Um, the guard yeah. that started hitting him, I was like, oh, this guy's crazy. But then it got crazier when it was like, the prison warden has pulled strings to get a specific man to go to his prison f- just for the fact that he wants him to play on a yeah. sports team. I think that's pretty gets, crazy. And then gets him a, a, a murder attempt on him. Yeah, it just it gets out of control, doesn't it's it? Crazy, yeah, crazy. Um, I've ticked reference to weed. I think there was quite a lot of that about how um, Chris Rock could get any drug in, and he was like, "I know you, you white guys love weed or something like that." Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember um, that joke. Ticked off fat joke. There's literally a character in this film that is just a walking fat joke. Oh yeah, that guy. We never even spoke about him. I don't know. No, because nothing happens with guy, him yeah. apart from him being fat. Just like him laying on the floor with his belly hanging out and stuff. Yeah, and him like naked for no reason. And they're like, oh, don't stand up. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So I also ticked, this is my last one, was um, Sandler has forgot what is important to him. I think Mm. straight from the start, they're like, oh, you're not looking so good, superstar, and stuff like that. They keep referencing the fact that he had this big career and now he's got nothing even though he was still rich and driving around in like a a nice car and all that stuff, like his Bentley. So the ones that I didn't get was young comedy actor before they were famous. I was really close to ticking it for Tracy Morgan, but then uh, I looked on... Was he already at 30 Rock at the time? uh, No, but he already had a show called The Tracy Morgan Show. And I thought, you don't just just get that without being famous. Peter Dante wasn't in this. It was actually fairly light on the Sandler troupe that are usually was, in his uh, films. Yeah, was Jonathan Lochran or Lofran there? I don't Jonathan think I Lo- saw him. Jonathan Lochran wasn't in it, but Jonathan Lofran was. No. <laughs> <laughs> They're like a twin. They're like Jack and Jill. <laughs> Jonathan Lofran and Jonathan Lochran. You've never seen both of them in the same room at the same time. <laughs> but no, um, Jonathan Lofran wasn't in it. Um, Kevin James wasn't there. Mo- not many of them were there, to be honest. We didn't get an injured animal in this one. No. Weird. Which was nice. It was good to see the animals all got out safely. This was a crazy one. We didn't have a single fart joke. Are you joking? There wasn't any fart. I no. swear I wrote down fart. Weird. You, maybe no. that, but that might have not been in the film. You might have just had a dodgy stomach when you were watching it. <laughs> so, I can't tell where the telly ends and my body begins. <laughs> I was watching it like eagle eyes, looking for a fart joke, and I, I didn't get one. There might have, there might have been one, but if there was, it was a silent type, I guess. Yeah, and it's weird because this film has a wet willy, which is where he gives <laughs> Alan Cover a wet willy from out of nowhere. Um, it has yeah. hit in. It has hit in the balls. It has. It has, it has a lot of that. Everything else, but I couldn't find a fart joke. That's why I win again. Um, Good nice. stuff. That brings us nicely to the eternal question we're going to ask every week. Luke Thomas, do you think that the longest yard should be buried in the sand pit, or do you think it should be celebrated in the Sandler Castle? I think it's in the Sandler Castle. I think this was a. I I saw the reviews before. I thought, oh no. This is going to be really bad. 
and it was fine. It wasn't great, um, mm-hmm. but it had a fair amount of heart. I cared about the characters. I cared about the um, the outcome. I cared about the team eventually. Um, yeah, I think despite having a few weird tonal shifts, I thought this was actually a fine film. Uh, so yeah, this is in the Sandler Castle for me. What about you? Yeah, pretty much fully agree. I'll echo more or less what you were saying. I think I think it had, I think out of the ones we've watched so far, probably the most laughs. Not necessarily from Adam Sandler, but I think from Terry Crews. Really? <laughs> yeah, I think I think this is the one I laughed at the most. Well, there's a difference, isn't there? Laughing with and laughing at. Yeah, that's Jack true. and Jill might have been the funniest experience, but it wasn't the funniest film. <laughs> Fifty First Dates was probably funnier. Fifty First Dates. I, yeah, I, I I don't know. Maybe it's just because I've seen it so many times that I didn't. That's true. In this in this um, series, I think it's the film I've actually laughed at the most, which it surprises me as well. But yeah, I mean, I laughed at all ten times that Terry Crews mentioned McDonald's. I would have laughed every time that, <laughs> that Brucey flirted with Tracy Morgan. I would have laughed. That's <laughs> Fifteen that. times already. I don't um, know. How many times I laughed out loud at this? I think I laughed out loud at the bit when he shit himself. And that was about it. There's a funny... I think there's a funny storyline as well where they replace one of the prison guard's steroids with hormone tablets. Yeah, that That's was quite, quite a good funny. running joke. And he just keeps crying at the football match at the end of the film. But yeah, I think <laughs> all of that stuff, it, it added up quite nicely. I think it worked as a good film with a beginning, middle and an end. I've, we're probably being a bit generous, but this is a Sandler castle, so this isn't <laughs> yeah, a, a, a cinematic castle. It's just a Sandler castle. I yeah, think I'm in not that respect, like, it goes straight in there. Yeah, I'm not saying that this is a pinnacle of filmmaking, but it's a, a good Sandler film, uh, yeah. and I wouldn't hate my life if I watched this again. I think this was fine. No, me um, neither. I probably would watch it again. It was an easy yeah. watch. Would you recommend people seek this out and watch it? Or would you just say, if it's on, I guess you can watch it? Yeah, I would probably just tell them not to avoid it. <laughs> yeah, if it's on Channel 5 at like 11 o'clock at night, you don't have to turn the channel over. It's all right. Yeah, it's not going to hurt you. It won't. It doesn't bite. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a thoroughly watchable film. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Very thoroughly watchable. So um, The Longest Yard joins 51st Dates in the Sandler Castle. Yeah, it's a bit of an empty castle at the moment. I don't think it's going to get very full. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's early days, okay? The pit's quite empty at the moment as well. We're only yeah, just definitely. starting out. Should we have a, a Sandler game? Yay! Okay, so instalment four of the Sandler games is a game I've created called El Cineasta Internacional. Which oh, is no. Spanish for... I think it's the International Movie Man. I think that's what I've called it, International Movie Man. So over the course of these last few weeks, we've started to realise that some of the films have funny names in other languages. So what I've done is I've got five of Adam Sandler's films, looked through their also known as section, and I found out which ones have the craziest names. So for each film, I've found a couple names, and I'm going to tell you what they are in which country. And you're going to need to try and guess which film it is. Right. Are you translating the 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 thing or are you going to read them out? It's the translated it's, version, yeah. I'm not right. going to try and okay. pronounce something in 
you know, you'd have a fucking nightmare <laughs> if you were trying to do it. It is amazing for someone with a first class honors degree. I don't know how I even managed to write my name down. Do you have a first class? Yeah. Did you get a first? Oh shit! Yeah, mate. Have a look oh, in your mate. little um. What was it? Is it a yearbook? I don't know. Oh yeah, I don't I know think where we my got yearbook is. Graduation. Oh yeah, you mate, probably, you probably threw it away when you heard I got first. Yeah. I got my 2-1 and I threw it out the fucking window. <laughs> Fuck this shit. You threw that out and you let all the Sandler films come in. Well, I was going to say, like, you might have a first class honours degree, but we, we both have... We're An both Adam Sandler podcast. This Adam Sandler nightmare. So it doesn't really matter, does it? We probably should have mentioned that in the intro of the first episode, the fact that we both studied film and media. <laughs> it's like we kind of... I don't know if I could say that we have any authority. I don't think we do. No, we don't have authority. So back to um, El Cineasta International, right? (laughs) I'm really excited. Go on then. Okay, so we'll go with this one first. So the Bulgarian title for this film is Handyman. Handyman? Yeah, anything from that? Um... Let's see. So, I mean, again, I've not seen that many Adam Sandler films, but I'm thinking he's probably handy in The Cobbler. See, that would make sense, but what it actually is doesn't make much sense. Right, the second um, translated film title I've got is from Thailand. This is my favourite one out of all of the these titles. The same film, right? The yeah, this is film. the same film. Yeah. Is Dimwit Surges Forth. <laughs> Dimwit surges forth and he's maybe a handyman, but I'm thinking maybe he's not. He's probably just a, a dumbass. So I'm going to say <laughs> Billy Madison? Nope, it's not. Ah, okay. So the Polish title for this film is Guy's Career. <laughs> <laughs> None of these fucking mesh. No. Wait, Guy's Career. What was the first two? Guy's Career. Guy's handyman. Career. Handyman and Dimwit surges forth. Bloody hell! What was the what was the latest one? The one that you just said. Guy's career. Guy's career. Not career. It's in the country. Career is in working His life. Job. Right. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of a film when Adam Sandler has like a job. Is it Click? It's not Click. Sorry. Right. Do you want your next your next clue? Yeah. Go on. So the Finnish title for this is. Drinking mother. So it's a film when <laughs> he's drinking with his mum. He's a handyman. I honestly don't know. I'm going to go with um, Happy Gilmore. It's not Happy Gilmore. So the last oh, one hell. in Croatia. It's the same film. I think, I think this one might give it away. Maybe. Okay. So in Croatia, this film's called Aquarius. Aquarius. I don't know how that gives it away. Um, Maybe it's just seeing it written down. Is that a film when he's a mermaid? Or like a film set at sea? I think the last two are the ones that I I left them till last because I thought they were a bit more obvious. So Drinking Mother and Aquarius. Drinking Mother? Have I seen this film? No, no. From from the title though, Drinking and Aquarius, I feel like that... Like, is it something to do with liquid? Uh... You're going to kick yourself? Uh, you're in, you're really hot. Ah, uh, is it right? Is it in the last ten years? No. Is it an early one? Yeah. Is it going overboard? No. Fuck. I'll tell okay, you. What it is. I don't know. God, then what is it? The Water Boy. 
Oh! Aquarius, Aqua. Of course. Drinking mother. Dimwit surges forth. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Drinking mother. Does he have a? Does his mum drink in that film? So his mother is like really overbearing. You'll see her when when we watch it. But yeah. it's, when are we going to watch I, the Water Boy? I'm quite excited for that one. I, I do like the Water Boy. Um, okay, so second film. Okay. This one, I I feel kind of harsh about this one, but I just had to keep it just because it was so intriguing. So the first okay. two titles, okay, I think they must be either a character's name or something, but they're not translatable. So I put them into Google Translate and it just didn't give me anything. It just had the same word come back. And I tried with okay. detect language and I tried it with the language that it says it is. Okay. So both the Hebrew title is Ha Sadler. Ha Sadler. <laughs> yep. And the Estonian title is King Sep. King which... Sep. Yeah, which ha Sandler King Sep. Um, so the keywords I'm guessing there are Sandler and King. So maybe a film where he's a king, um, which is none of them probably. The Do Over. No, it's not the Do Over. Okay, okay, so the next the next one I think will give it away. The Brazilian title is Changing Feet. The Cobbler. It is it is the Cobbler? Yes. Very good. So that also, the title in Chile was Shoe Rack to Your Shoes. <laughs> and the Japanese title was Shoemaker and the Magic Sewing Machine. <laughs> I think I knew they all give it away, but they're all so incredible that you have to, you have to just seem to believe it. <laughs> <laughs> shoemaker and the magic shoemaking machine. What was that? Uh, shoemaker <laughs> and magic sewing machine. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, I wish that was the actual title. <laughs> oh, God. What, you think that's better than shoe rack to your shoes? <laughs> I don't know. It got me quite bad. They're both Shoemaker good. and the magic sewing machine. Nice, oh, isn't dear. it? You got, you got the second film. That was good. Um, the mm. third film in Hungary is called Bone Grinder. Bone Grinder? Mm-hmm. Bone Grinder. Uh, Hotel Transylvania. No, it's not Hotel Transylvania. Okay. Okay. In, in, um, you know how in Canada some, a lot of their stuff's like French? The French-Canadian okay. title for this film is The Last Try. The Last Try? Is it The Longest Yard? It is. Yes! I thought there was a way I could play that where it sounded like The Last Attempt or whatever, but it's tries in like gold in Yeah, the in try in. stuff. So also the Argentinian one was called Low Blow. Austria it was called Game Without Rules. And in Croatia it was called Prison Circle. So all pretty crazy. Prison Circle's quite good, isn't it? <laughs> so you did good with that one. That was another early an early one. Okay, so film four, an unpredictable type was the title in Italy. That could be any of them. He's unpredictable mm-hmm. in all of them. Um click. No. Okay. Um, so I'm going to not say one word in this. I'll just say it as blank because it's, it's a character name. But this one in Greece was called The Outrageous Mr. Blank. Mr. Deeds. It's not Mr. Deeds. Ah, come on. Another thing about this, in multiple countries, a character's name was just... It, like this, it was just the character's first name, and it was just called Lucky. So they renamed the character to Lucky. 
<laughs> so what? There's a char- an Adam Sandler character called Lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky. Uh, is it Happy Madison? Oh no, Happy Happy Gilmore. What am I talking about? Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. It is Happy yeah, Gilmore. Okay. So it's called like Lucky Gilmore in some other countries. So and... is that the outrageous Mr. Gilmore? Yep. <laughs> That's brilliant. It's terrible. It's terrible, isn't it? <laughs> the outrageous Mr. Gilmore. There's loads of weird ones for this, but like there was loads where it was Lucky Gilmore. Um, and in Denmark, it was called The Horror of the Golf Course. There's loads where it just sounds like horror films, like Bone Grinder, The Horror of the Golf Course. The Horror of the... <laughs> Aquarius. But... <laughs> like, what are these titles? <laughs> um, okay, so I've got one last film for you. Okay, I'm excited. So the Brazilian title for this film was Resetting Life. Oh, click. It's not click. Oh, what? Okay. Yeah. The North Macedonian title of it was Second Chance. So Resetting Life and Second Chance. That's really weird because this is, this is what click is. That is click, isn't it? Um, Grown Ups. No, not Grown Ups. Ah, okay. Um, in Vietnam, it is called Reworked Life. Reworked Life. Billy Madison. Nope, it's not Billy Madison. Damn. This is the final one I've got for this. In Greece, it's called Do It Otherwise. The Do-Over. Yeah, it's the Do-Over. Yes! <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so that was good. You got all of them apart from the Water Boy. Yeah, I got all of them but the first one. Cool. Oh, well, dear. That was that was the Santa Games. Thanks for thanks for coming. Thanks for letting me play. I think we should rename the Sandler Pit to the Sandler Boys and the Magic Sandler Cast. <laughs> oh, that's really nice. <laughs> oh, what are oh. we going to watch next week? This next week is actually surprisingly we're doing one before next week this time. What is this Saturday, Luke? Who will be Halloween Day? So, um, at the time of recording, the Who uh, Be Halloween has not even been released yet. But this Halloween, we're going to be releasing our spooky special. And we're going to be talking about Who Be Halloween. <laughs> Are you excited, Luke? I kind of am, you know. It's going to be a fresh one. Yeah, me one. too. It's the first one I've not seen since Jack and Jill. So, it should be good. Exactly. It's not yeah. only a new Sandler film for me, but it's also a new film. In yeah, general. just a new film in general. That that is good news, isn't it? Going to be pretty relevant, which is so going to be... drop on Halloween. Halloween, because usually Amazing. everyone would be at a party or trick or treating. But this year, no one can do anything. So yeah. I'd say close the curtains. You crack open a Budweiser. You watch Who Be Halloween. You get straight on wherever you listen to your podcasts, and you listen to our <laughs> spooky special. What and a night! If a single kid knocks at your door to trick or treat during a worldwide pandemic, you can tell them Mucky Lucky Coco, which is twinlish for <laughs> I can't stand you, can't being, stand here. you being here! <laughs> <laughs> really drawn out way of saying that our next episode is a Halloween special for Halloween. Halloween. You can find us on Instagram at the Sandler Pit, on Twitter mm-hmm. at the Sandler Pit. And Gmail, the sandlerpit at gmail.com. So it's a sandler buy from me, and it's a sandler buy from him. I think he just shit himself. Did he just shit himself? I think he just shit himself. Good lord, this guy shit himself big time.